0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Clash. I'm your host, Drizzy the Snake. We have, of course, my co-host, Wayne Zero Percent, APR the Landing Tree, himself, and Sean the Deputy Jarvis. Welcome, guys. Glad to uh finally be. We're in the we are post postseason, done with the regular season. I have to Playoff out.
1: edition, baby.
0: Our six players going in the playoffs, including, of course, all of us. Um and I I that's what I expect from uh from my co-host, uh, pure talent. So congratulations to you guys.
2: Yes, yes, thank you. Congratulations,
1: men.
0: So we'll go let's uh, go ahead and move right into the episode. Um Wayne, you feel that in the air?
1: Yes, I do. that is that thick cold touch moving through the air also known as voodoo and I'm very uh very excited, actually, to uh, be doing the Voodoo Curse of the Week. And I mean, Dre, I'm sorry, but you obviously were the, the target of a double threat this past week by Voodoo themselves. Kareem Hunt <clears throat> being exposed by TMZ for the violent fighter he is. And James Conner with that ankle issue hitting you just before uh, the week of playoffs, but luckily you have that bye. but nonetheless, voodoo was live and well on, uh, what's your team name now? Where is, where is Goffy? Where's my Goffy? Now My
0: team name is the book of Job. The book of Job. <laughs> <laughs> Being tested by God himself. It feels like a kick in the face. I would like said- to point
2: out that I, uh, I did recommend that you be pegged back last week. And, uh, looks like that came true um unfortunately for me uh i had a little voodoo myself and uh lost one of my best players to a fucking toe injury
0: so i love how he went down on the field and he was pointing to his toe like a little kid who just stubbed it (laughs) i knew exactly
2: exactly what it was i saw where he grabbed his foot because i was watching that game and I just said, oh, I'm so fucked. He's done.
0: Most dangerous injury, turf toe. That
2: turf toe is nasty, man.
0: All I'm saying, <laughs> this, re- this reminds me of 2015. You know, you had your, your expected players who were supposed to, you know, make it far in uh, playoffs. And there's going to be one person who's going to sneak through to the final, I think, just like Wayne sneaking into the final and winning in 2015. So I'd be curious to see if that's going to happen again. So the unexpected sure. victor.
1: So Dre, tell me, tell me what your thoughts were when you saw Kareem Hunt get the axe and then James Connor uh, go down. What What do you think in the keep your team intact for playoffs?
0: Uh, at that point, there's nothing that could uh, keep my team intact. It was it was done. It, it it's that pretty much
1: spoiled the RB one strategy.
0: It's frustrating because I've seen football players cold cock their wife in an elevator and really do damage (laughs) cream hunts pussy kick uh just it made me mad he couldn't make full contact to warrant a a true suspension but
2: to to be fair the guy who did clock his wife girlfriend uh never played in the nfl again (laughs) uh the connecting on a solid punch to a woman Uh, doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're ever going to play football again. I think Kareem Hunt maybe has a shot. I mean, for God's sakes, if uh, Flash Gordon uh, could work for the Mexican drug cartel for a couple of years and make it back to the NFL, I feel like uh, Kareem Hunt's got a shot. But as long as he doesn't kneel, uh, if he kneels at any point during his uh, exile from the uh, the league, then it's then it's over. <laughs> not coming back you can you can kill people uh you can steal from people um but you cannot kneel during the national anthem that has been proven in this league if you'd like to play in it
0: oh my god well you yeah, can so-
1: even allegedly send some uh one to rob your your ex-girlfriend
2: mm. allegedly yes allegedly poor brandon browner doing an eight-year stretch <laughs> Uh, Super (laughs) Bowl hero Uh, Actually I I don't know if I I didn't meet him But I kind of was Hanging out In the vicinity Of that guy Um, Kind of a strange Looking dude Um, I must say That was my thoughts About him And uh, But uh, You know Good football player And now he's doing An eight stretch For uh, Trying to Roll his girlfriend Up in a carpet Um, Actually not too far From my house As a matter of fact About five minutes Down the road So um, you know, this case, hits a little closer to home for me, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, I hope you can, uh, hope you're doing all right. It's really tough. Emotional yeah. circumstances there, yeah. Sean. So I appreciate it. So Sean, moving on, was there any, uh, millennial moments this week?
2: Well, Dre, this week we have a special edition of, uh, the millennial moment. Cause we're going to do the millennial moment of the regular season. Um, and, uh, I would like to, uh, give that, uh, golden turd of an award to, uh, the one and only Christopher Whitty. Uh, Chris talked a lot of shit all season, uh, mostly between you and Evan. Some of it deserved, I'd say some of it not, but, uh, you know, you guys were always firing back and forth. There was many times I would look down at my phone after being away for a bit and have 250 text messages between you guys having some sort of pillow fight, um, on there. But, uh, you know, he talked a lot of shit and and like I've always said, you know, if you're going to give punches, you got to take them. And, uh, unfortunately if this was a boxing match, uh, once, uh, you know, witty threw a cheap shot, uh, he ran out of the ring uh, and into the parking lot. Um, (laughs) Has uh, has been non-existent on the group chat. Uh, getting some side chats on though, from what I understand, talking shit to individual people, but doesn't want to uh, to wait.
0: Doesn't have the courage. not have the
2: courage um, uh, to uh, to come back down uh, into the group chat. So, uh, millennial moment of the season, I would say, for the widster. Um, you know, there's always next year. Uh, to try to avoid this, but uh, you know, you gotta, you know, we're we're all having a good time. If you're gonna talk shit all season, you gotta stick around all season uh, to get some shit towards the end as well, so um, yeah. Witty takes the, uh, the, the season, the uh, regular season prize. Obviously, he won't take the postseason prize because he's not in the postseason um, as we pointed out earlier, but uh, I would like to mention that he did get a bye week. Um I'm very jealous of that. I wish I had a bye week, but the Widster got one, so congrats to him
0: He's got a bye week for like the next three weeks
2: <laughs> in the consolation <laughs> bracket. he does have a bye week you know so <laughs> you know he's got a he's got a big clash ahead of him between uh you know who's gonna take him on between you know Marlon and Stephen, whoever else is in that. Uh, half of the league that's been dog shit. So good luck to all of them. Enough on them. Uh, <laughs> this is the playoff edition after.
0: Yeah, let's focus on the, tr- the true uh, the true talent. So playoff matchups for the week. Uh, Sean versus Evan. Wheezy versus Johnny. The winner between Sean and Evan playing my disabled team and the winner between Wheezy and Johnny will be playing Corey's underperforming talent of a team. Um. Sean, let's, let's change this up. Sean, look at Wheezy and Johnny's matchup. And Wheezy, look at Sean and Evans' matchup, and and I want to hear from you guys who do you think will be moving on to the next to the next round. I
2: like it. Um, you know, I looked at uh at Wheezy's matchup a little bit earlier. Um I gotta say, I just I don't I, if I were Johnny, I wouldn't like playing a team with Patrick Mahomes. Um the dude just can't stop scoring. Uh, it's ridiculous. I think, you know, Baltimore is a has a better defense. Um, they're not gonna have pretty much a run game uh, you know, for the rest of the season, but could still be very dangerous. So um, you know, if if, if I had to guess, I'm uh, I'm gonna say probably Wheezy comes out. I think uh, I think the the trio of wide receivers has been excellent. I think Dalvin Cook's been been pretty decent since he's come back from injury, and Adrian Peterson's been playing quite well. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have to say that uh, that that Weezy's got the uh, the upper hand. Um, and uh, you know, I like his team. He's got a he's got a team that you know he's. He lost some matchups uh, the last few weeks, but I, you know, I look at that team and, and I wouldn't want to play it. So I think Weezy take.
0: I would have to uh, have to agree. I think Wheezy's team has just too many players that have the potential to just pop off. Um, I mean, looking at some of the talent, uh, you could have another uh, Odell Beckham 40-yard touchdown throw. Uh, Amari Cooper's been looking nice. Maybe AP going for another 90-yard run touchdown. Um, I think that's what gives Wayne's team that uh, upside is that he has yes. players that potentially can go off for a twenty-five yeah. point game.
2: He, he Maybe they'll um, want to throw in Corey Davis just in case, um, just,
1: just to, to make, make never
0: it a little know. Bit more fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> am I am I allowed to comment now on my matchup? Point. Of course. All right. Before we talk about Sean and Stevens, but um, thank you, gentlemen, for your for your input the vote of confidence um i i would have to say just because the way uh, our matchups have gone this year so i'm i'm zero and two to johnny this year we played the very first matchup of the season and then just uh a few we- weeks ago putting my playoff uh qualification in jeopardy but um i have to say like it's going to be close again but um I, I just want to compliment Johnny's team. I think Philip Lindsay is an absolute steal this year, probably the best undrafted player out there this year. And I think he has some really good upside. I would just say, I think our matchup comes down to how well Cam Newton does for him this week and Leonard Fournette. If they have solid games and I, I don't really like my chances this week, but um, I'm out for revenge. I'm hoping uh Third time's a charm against Gian, uh, against Johnny. So um, Johnny, good luck this week. Um, looking at the other matchup between Sean and uh, Evan, um, <clears throat> I'm pretty surprised. I actually haven't looked at either of your rosters in a few weeks here, but definitely see some uh, as my as my brother would say some p- plug and play options here in Evan's roster. And um, I think Humphreys has has shown some great potential recently. Um, but uh, if I have to say uh, who I think is going to come out on top, I, I I just I like I like the way that Sean's running backs are playing right now. Um, maybe aside from Mixon, but I think he could possibly have a better game this week, especially given how depleted that Bengals team is. Maybe that's the reason he doesn't do too well. I don't know. But uh, I think uh, Sean's running back play is going to be the difference for him this next week. And uh, that puts him over the top against seven.
0: What do I, you think, I, I think this is going to be a really boring matchup until Monday. I think we're going to have another Monday night clash where both players, uh, I believe, have people playing on the Monday night well, maybe not Evan.
2: Yeah, Evan's got Janica. Yeah, after. I
0: think I think this is going to come down to Monday night, and it's going to be a difference of maybe five. I'm going to say three to five points. Um, and I think who's going to shine?
2: Ooh, white Lightning. White Lightning himself.
0: Night. Yes, white, white Lightning. White Lightning. Carry Sean past Evan. Evan's going to look like the champion. It's going to be similar to that the matchup that me and Corey had. Well, all of a sudden it's a two point game. Um, and one team's going to walk away, um, as a victor, um, and white lightning, he has that potential, um, to, to be that difference maker. I think Russell Wilson on Monday night as well for Jarvis. Uh, I'm going to say we're going to see a rushing TD from Russell Wilson and white lightning is going to be the difference maker.
2: Oh, Um, I forgot. I didn't realize Russell Wilson was playing on Monday as well. Yeah. So it's definitely going to have to be a uh, come from behind. It's going to be in, the in, rain, Seattle. In, in Seattle. In Seattle. Ugh. Well, th- the advantage to that is that I don't think um, it's probably hurts Wheezy a little bit because it's less. I mean, Seattle is very difficult to beat, especially late in the season when they get stuff kind of going in the rain on Monday night. That stadium will be jacked up. And uh, so I'm hoping they're going to have to throw the ball coming from behind a bit. That would be the ideal scenario for that. Um, So, but but we'll see. Yeah.
0: But beyond that matchup, the winner to then take on me has a piece of cake matchup as I'll be starting. uh, Probably a running back in the same class as Theo Riddick. (laughs) Um, And we'll probably be lucky to hit 90 points. Uh, so congratulations to either of you, whoever gets me in the next round.
2: Well, you know, I would like to point out that I have advised Evan to pray to St. Miller, (laughs) um, to give his penance for trading St. Miller to me, um, who, since he's traded him to me, has played pretty well. He had one kind of bad week, um, where they won a close game against the Broncos, but other than that, um, he's been pretty money, man. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's been since I think Evans traded him to me. He's been over a hundred yards, three, three uh,
0: games in a row with a hundred yards, right?
2: <laughs> it was uh, it was t- two games and two games, uh, three touchdowns during that span, uh, one of which. Uh, one of those weeks, the highest week that he had, put Weedy out of the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, you know, uh, again, Evan has been told that he needs to uh, repent to St. Miller and his sins may or may not be forgiven. Uh, so, you know, it, we'll we'll see what happens, but it's going to be a close match. I, I really think it's going to be a toss-up just looking at both teams. Um I'm hoping Kamara continues to get some of his carries kind of sniped. Um, that would be good because he's kind of really dropped production. So as long as yeah. I don't see a 38-point <laughs> performance. Yeah. Kamara. Well, Sean,
1: who my question for you is going to be, I mean, I, I do want to give Evan some credit for having, you know, some three – I guess you could consider all three of those guys RB ones almost, but definitely strong at running back in his lineup. So i will give him props for that. But if there's one player in his lineup that you're dreading or hoping has an under par game, who who's that? Who's that for you, Sean?
2: Uh, yeah, it would have to. I think it would have to be Kamara. Um, you know, I mean, Sony Michelle. I mean, has looked really good, thankfully. Um, you know, as good as Sony Michelle is, uh when New England has all of their running backs in play, um you know, you never knew no who could get the ball. I mean, the damn fullback scored two touchdowns, so I hope that kind of continues. <laughs> uh, but I, I think Kamara is the one that uh, that i'm I'm always most worried about. He freaking killed the Buccaneers uh, when he played them earlier in the season so i'm really hoping that uh the buccaneers uh you know maybe hit him with a lead pipe in the knee before the game a lot uh tanya harding style um (laughs) that would would make my sunday a lot more you know comfortable but uh but yeah tough matchup i'm looking forward to it
0: though yeah it's gonna be fun so like i said last episode wanted to uh make sure we did some end of the season awards um so we put together a list of awards for some players it's not your traditional awards um this is actually called um the wheel wheelchair edition so kicking it right off we start with our favorite target in the league and that's chris witty who was most likely to steal money from a handicapped kid in a wheelchair um (laughs) chris witty of course taking advantage bending marlin over the barrel um and taking everything that he has um Free of charge, um, and a, luckily, Woody got what was deserved. Um, but once again, Witty has demonstrated his ability to uh, wow. steal players left and right um, from those who are uh, uh, less uh <laughs> Experience. talent, less experienced in, uh, <laughs> in the league. Yeah, uh, go, but- go ahead
2: and do the next one as well, Dre, and then we'll switch off, and we'll each do two. And then
0: there's uh, most likely to celebrate beating that said handicap uh, kid in a wheelchair uh, in a board game. That's Corey Kindle. Uh, (laughs) Corey Kindle, of course, making his way into the playoffs, uh, having a total points against uh, uh, 45. For some reason, was able to play every single um, player in the league on their lowest of weeks. um, And yet he continues to celebrate and uh, and refer to his team as a, a team of Strong talent. I don't see it now. He's even going without Melvin Gordon. Um, so we'll be curious to see um, if that's going to have uh, any impact on him to in the playoffs. Um, especially with Austin Eckler performing terribly in the last game. Um, um so I must
2: say, it certainly didn't uh hurt in his matchup against you. He somehow found a way to, yeah. uh, once again, squeak once one again. Out. But I without Jared, Jared Goff scoring a
0: total of nine points. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's unbelievable, unbelievable.
0: Yeah.
2: So, uh, all right, and on to the next one. Um, most likely to pick uh, that kid in a wheelchair for a game of kickball, Marlon Lampard. Uh, <laughs> this definitely is a, is a reference to uh, uh, Marlon's choice of uh, Derrick Henry. Um, uh, as the, uh, second round pick. Um, you know, uh, that was a kind of an out there pick and we, we had him on to discuss it, but we feel like we needed to recognize him again. Um, for that. And it,
0: it goes, it goes beyond. I mean, if you look at his waiver wire choices, there's players I haven't heard of. There's players that I would never touch with a 10 foot pole. And for some reason he has a, uh, just a knack for p- picking poor performing <laughs> players. Um, and yet, for some reason, the poor performing players were able to beat me two weeks ago or three weeks ago. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, Marlin. Uh, hopefully, next year can uh, could see be a, a better scout for his team. Yes, um, and we'll be able to protect those players from witty.
2: Yes, and then uh, the next one is most likely to trade their best player for a kid in a wheelchair, uh, Dre Hicks. Um, <laughs> of course, is a reference to. Uh, Dre trading away his entire wide receiving core um for Kareem, the wife, uh the, the the woman beater Hunt, um, who is on the exempt list, uh currently not in the NFL. Um, you know, the uh the depth got real sketchy for Dre after uh he made that pick, um just giving the whole farm away and it proved to be uh good enough to get him into the playoffs for the uh
0: yeah, I before we say trade away my entire receiving core, keep in mind that I did have Keenan Allen who's been popping off every week since my trade of Chris Carson for him. So wasn't yeah. totally uh totally a waste, but uh I will stand by your your decision to give me that ward and I'll wear it proudly. Yes.
2: <laughs> Thank you go. Why don't
0: you go I ahead and next? I call. won't disappear from the podcast because I was made fun of and didn't perform at the level uh, that I said. <laughs> Well, thank uh, you. We like some, you. some people in the league.
1: We appreciate it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'll go ahead and take these next two. Uh, next up, we have most likely to lose to that kid in a wheelchair. And that award goes to uh, the deputy himself, Mr. Sean Jarvis. <laughs> I think that's definitely a reference to his luck um, probably towards the end of season. But there's a few matchups in there where he definitely was just very unlucky and – uh apparently lost to the kid in the wheelchair. Um yeah. with having with having one of the stronger uh teams in the league. So I mean, you know, that is that is what it is. Just some poor luck there. But hopefully, you know, that that luck's already uh, out of the window for you, Sean. Uh next up is uh most likely to talk shit to that kid in a wheelchair and I really don't feel like I even have to say who this person is, but (laughs) (laughs) if you guys want me to remind you who the league troll is, that is Mr. Evan Fassler himself. Um, Probably uh, the only person in this league that would still talk shit to you on your matchup if your grandma died the day before. Um, He just has no regard for what's going on with you personally or whatsoever. And, um, I mean, the guy is going to talk shit no matter what and try to troll everyone uh or just witty but either way he he's earned that award this season and i think none of us would disagree with that
2: yeah i mean he just came out of left field not too long ago talking about laying on his couch and then he started uh, saying something about witty sucking dick <laughs> that doesn't come out of left field uh, you know he, he definitely has a uh, special hatred for uh for witty in the fantasy football league um but definitely does like to come out of uh left field um
0: uh, with some of these
2: insults uh,
0: the next one we have is most likely to defend the kid in the wheelchair and I think this just speaks to who he is as a person uh and that's Wayne wayne my co-host um always has something nice to say about his opponent, never really, truly talks, talks bad about his opponent. He just, just five minutes ago, he was thanking Johnny on being <laughs> his opponent and joining him <laughs> in a matchup. Um, and I think that's just always been Wayne. And that's why it's difficult to roast him because he, you could roast him and then he'll come wash your car.
1: Hey, um, if that if that kid in the wheelchair looks at me wrong, I'll tell him where to go. Don't, don't get me wrong.
0: <laughs> and of course, last but uh the last one that we have is who is that kid in the wheelchair and that this year is chico Resga. Uh, <laughs> the kid can't start a set a lineup um he, the only thing that he has got going for him is todd Gurley. uh but beyond that the kid is the kid's got some developmental issues uh can't walk maybe has a you know a hand impairment uh yeah. it's and that's just chico uh Thankfully, I think we all can agree now because he probably doesn't even listen to this podcast. Um, is that Chico will not be in the league ne- next year? Um, no handicap stalls in our league. Um, so get it moving, uh, and that's uh, and that's the end of our uh, season awards. Thank you, everybody.
2: Well, thank you, sir. Um, and I guess on to the uh, the bold predictions to close it out, gentlemen. Um. I uh I can I can lead this one off. Um I'm going to say uh my bold prediction for the week is that the uh the winner of Evan and I's matchup um going on to win the title. Um damn you better yeah. win, Sean. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know I know I know you guys don't want uh, a fastler uh uh, winning that title because uh, we would never hear the end of that. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think the winner could come out of there. Dre is uh, just like a beaten dog in the street. It's just being run over constantly um, from what was a, a proud, uh, proud champion. But uh,
0: still still edging to the curbside yeah, still moving one one paw at still a time moving,
2: but uh people are
0: there, there's still a actively fight actively trying
2: to hit him and put him out of his misery um so that that would be my uh my bold prediction um for the uh for the week
0: so uh mine is uh the that strong fog of voodoo is still sitting and hovering above uh, above the clash, and uh, I'm predicting we're going to see two major injuries uh, this week, which are going to have strong impacts on the game and potentially the rest of the playoffs. Um, I don't think Voodoo was done. I think we're approaching that time in the year where players are starting to get beat up. It's harder for them to play week to week, um, and as a, as a result, we're going to see two key injuries. Um, so I, I encourage you to prank to St. Miller. Uh, repent, repent, repent. And don't be a victim like myself. Um, so we'll, I'm curious to see who that's going to happen to. Um,
2: any and, any, uh, any, ideas, uh, any ideas, Dre? Who do you think it could be?
0: Um, come back to me. I'll okay. have an answer for you. All right. Actually, I got it. It's uh, it's going to happen to Johnny. He's going to have Fournette come back. Fournette's going to go on a run, and all of a sudden he's going to feel that pull. And Fournette will be once again out for several weeks. Uh, he'll be lucky to even finish out the season. That's my call. Did,
2: did you guys ever see that movie? I think it was called Unbreakable with Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Bruce Willis. Um, no. It was a uh, – I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Um, and basically it was a, it was a movie about Samuel Jackson like trying to find he, they called him Mr. Glass because he was always you know so easily injured, and he, Bruce Willis was kind of his opposite end that was like the superhero. Um, when I think of Leonard Fournette, I think of Mr. Glass, um, that guy couldn't walk down the street without getting an injury. Um, so I think that is a great call. Um, highly, highly likely that uh, Fournette goes out injured. <laughs> Maybe even getting to the game, uh, very likely.
0: This might be a this might be a pregame warm-up. Uh, and he, uh, he has a little sight pull that prevents him fish finishing the league. <laughs> so Weezy, why don't you close it out? What's your bold predictions for the week?
1: Well, my bull prediction is actually going to... It's kind of an interesting one, but I'm going to say in the you know playoff games that actually matter and the consolation bracket, we're going to see all the winners who are even numbers as a seed, meaning all the even number seeds will win this week. So that means Sean so- at number four, Myself at number six, uh, Punch Drunk at number 10, and uh, Chico at number 12. Oh, I'm saying they all, they all get wins at first week of playoffs and consolation bracket, respectively.
0: We'll see who they go on to play out of the, the shit bracket consolation. Um, moving on. I like that. I'll be curious to see if that actually happens.
1: Yep, should be good. It's gonna be an exciting week of uh, fantasy football.
0: So, well, that closes out our episode. Uh, I once again want to reiterate: good luck to everybody. Excited for the weekend. Um, won't be playing it myself, but it will be just as excited to see who will be moving on, as we are another week closer to seeing who is able to collect the trophy and secure their ticket to Valhalla to join the likes of myself, Wayne, Corey, and and St. Russell um, at the dinner table. (laughs) So good luck to everybody, and until the next episode, take care.